Hey, welcome in. It is Tuesday, February 25. Thomas Miller back with you, and thanks for joining us on this leap year week. Yeah, we get a leap year this week, <laughs> right? Uh, Saturday is the 29th, so uh, we get to play one more day in February of 2020. And boy, what an appropriate year to have a leap year than this one. Do you guys ever just look at the uh, daily astrological chart? Do you ever just call it up? Do you have some software on your phone? What are some software programs you can do that with on your phone? Time Passages has one that's free that's a good one. The one I use is Astro Gold. They have a good program. But do you ever just call the chart up and look at it? Because a picture today is worth 10 million words. I could just say, look at the chart. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) That would be good enough. Wow. And I'll tell you, I'm bringing a little bit of dose of Steve Forrest narrating the Book of Earth with his evolutionary astrology work. And one of you a while back put a note on iTunes, which I really appreciate. And if you would still, those of you who have not hit the notes on the podcast, if you like the podcast, there's just nothing more honoring to the host than a great review and a five-star rating. If you have not done that, I would really invite you to do it. And look, if there's something you don't like about what we're doing here or you have a suggestion, please just email me info at funastrology.com and I'd love to work that out with you because I'm always open to great suggestions and for every one of you listening right now who has written in thank you again I so appreciate it somebody wrote in and they said if it applied to our to our chart more that would be a great you know perfect right so problem is there are just too many combinations because if you take The 12 signs and the 12 houses, that's 144 combinations. And we haven't even talked about the planets and the the, the luminaries and the planets, right? So there are just too many twists and turns and variables to bring it home. But Steve Forrest, as I'm just immersed in this audio book right now, has a great perspective on evolutionary astrology. That is... You know, we can do the personality type astrology that's really the most popular modern extrapolation of astrology is personality. If you have a son in Pisces, you are a little bit scatterbrained. You lose the car keys. You know, it's like you don't balance your checkbook. And and that's kind of the modern view of astrology. The ancients used it more predictively. And those are a lot of the techniques that I incorporated into into the readings I was doing until I had to... I just put those on hold until I get them caught up completely and then get the audiobooks caught up and then we'll take a look at opening that up again. It's bringing a lot of that into the fold as well because there are some great and I say predictive not in the sense of you know you're going to get engaged, you're going to have a boy, you're going to no, not that kind of thing. It's more of the what areas of the chart might activate at a given time. That's more predictive astrology. Evolutionary astrology, what Steve Forrest does is that the chart is the map of the evolution of our soul growth. So it presumes that this is not our first rodeo. It also presumes that we are here for a distinct soul purpose. Pierre Tierhart de Chardin, we are not humans having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. 
And that's the premise that Steve Forrest operates from. So when you look at the chart, you're looking for these evolutionary movements in the chart. And that's where I think I'm going to start playing with this a little bit. Because if you just look at the chart, wow. So you have Mars, South Node, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn in Capricorn. We know what that energy has been like. And now Mars is in that party. But then if you just look at it and just let your eyes gaze on the chart, we have Sun, Mercury, Neptune, and the Moon today in Pisces. Now, think about your signs. It goes from Capricorn to Aquarius to Pisces. So that means that those are two separated from Capricorn to Pisces. That is a 60-degree separation of those planets. So basically, everything is in sextile relationship in one way or another right now. So if I could just paint a visual image for a second. In Capricorn, you have Mars and the South Node conjunct sitting on top of each other at six degrees. You have in Pisces, Sun and Mercury, respectively, six degrees and seven degrees, almost sitting on top of each other. And that will catch up because they're moving toward each other now that Mercury's in retrograde. So there's a direct sextile between Mars, South Node in Capricorn, Sun, Mercury in Pisces. All right, you have Jupiter at 18 degrees Capricorn. You have Neptune at 17 degrees Pisces. And right now you have the moon at 27 degrees, which is sextile exactly to Saturn at 27 degrees, and Pluto is right behind it. So there you've got the moon triggering everything about Saturn-Pluto all over again today. So I'm going to step out on a limb and just say that everything about what was going on with Saturn-Pluto, everything about our karmic evolutionary path, our soul path, our soul having that human experience is just lit up today. You've got the moon triggering Saturn-Pluto. You have Neptune sextile Jupiter. Those are two complementary energies that are now in sextile. Just If you just take Neptune, forget about where it is. You can't do that, but I'm just saying take Neptune and Jupiter and put them in a sextile relationship. If If there were no sign and were no house, <laughs> which is bad, horrible astrology. But if you just took those two, you're talking about supercharged spirituality. And then you have the sun and Mercury in the sextile with Mars and the south node. And yes, I know Mercury's in retrograde and I know that Mercury's not happy in Pisces and all of that. I get it. And yet there's this. So from the evolutionary perspective today, is yet one more day on this journey of Saturn and Pluto 2020 to do the spiritual work. You know, as we've been following this along together and watching Saturn-Pluto, some of the days have just, they've just been there. The energy is there. As I've said, the, this energy is there basically for all of this year. But there have been days, as you know, we've pointed them out when it's a drill down day. Last Sunday was one of them. But it's just we've had these days where it just is a press down day. And this is one of them to really, really do the work. Now, if you'd like to look in your chart where this energy might be more pronounced, one of the places you could look is find Pisces and Capricorn. And the houses where they are are where it is possibly going to be a little bit more activated or focused for you today. Now, there are other ways that we can apply it, and that's what I'll start talking about. So you just stay with us, stay right here, and we'll apply it from a soul perspective. 
because I think that's one of the uh, one of the main focuses of, and themes of this year. So maybe we'll just turn it more in that direction, or at least incorporate it. All right, you have a good, a great one. I was going to say a good one. No, 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 no. Don't have a good day. Do not have a good day. Have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow.